sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Zero. One of the more hot button issues in our culture today is the LGBTQ movement or movements, really. Uh, many of us have family member friends who are identifying as one of those acronyms. And many Catholics are wondering, what is the Catholic perspective on all of these issues? Uh, same-sex attraction, transgender, and so on. Um, that's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. We want to dive into what the Catholic perspective is. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into this topic today, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's topic or if you have ideas for future topics, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email in the address. The address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in studio by my illustrious co-host. Illustrious? Illustrious. Or usually missing. It's more like missing. (laughs) Do you know what illustrious means, Renee? I don't think it's a good thing. Yes, it illustrious. And you call yourself a journalism major? I thought that had a bad connotation. Illustrious? Shush. Uh, Renee, how are you? Did must, I get, did I get to your name yet? Did I ever? I think I just said illustrious awesome. host. It, it, yeah, it's, look it up in your dictionary. You got a bunch of dictionaries in your office. Look it up. Hi, Renee. <laughs> Hi. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. Um, so, LGBTQ stuff. So the reason I oh, <laughs> little, you love to handle controversial topics. I I do, but I'm always afraid I'm going to say something stupid. And get myself that's in a trouble. given on ignition. Well, that is true. <laughs> well, just anytime. It's not ignition. <laughs> I mean, have you heard Catholic views? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think so. There's been a petition started uh, uh, to take me off the air to, to replace you with another <laughs> sure. host. What do you call it? What's the petition website? Oh, stop it! Go petition me or something. Oh no, that's <laughs> so. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's fine. Okay. So what I wanted, so recently, and I told you this um, uh, when I was proposing this as a topic, been giving some talks in some of our parishes, actually to junior high and high school students about what the Catholic perspective is, because that age in particular, they, I mean, all, I think, uh, Catholics of any age, people of any age, wonder what is the Catholic perspective on these issues. But I think especially um, at those ages, because it's, I think in some ways, it's more top of mind. Uh, for young people, um, so I, I, I because of those talks that I, I've, I've been giving in parishes, I thought this would be uh, a relevant and, to be honest, easy topic. Ironically, <laughs> don't bring it easy. Are uh, you kidding me? It's gonna be easy for me. For me, I don't know about you. Uh, I'm just gonna sit quietly over here. Oh yeah, <laughs> like that ever happens. Uh, so. Five points that we're going to walk through okay. um, and feel free to ask questions along the way. I prefer that you ask questions along the okay. way, but if you want to save them up till the end. Um, yeah, I probably won't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one, so again, uh, if, if, for, if we have family member friends or maybe you're a listener right now is, is um, identifying as gay, lesbian, transgender, or any of the other letters in, in the acronym, um, what is the Catholic perspective on this? And the first thing that I've been emphasizing and stressing for a long time, not just in these recent talks, but for a long time, is that we're, we as Catholics are called to love everyone mm-hmm. in the truth. Mm-hmm. So to love everyone in the truth. And there's two things in particular that I want to emphasize on this particular point. Um, 
So to love obviously means as opposed to oh, hate mm-hmm. or mock or bully or belittle or make fun of. Right. Um, I mean, we've all gone through junior high and high school <laughs> yes. and it's really easy to, well, maybe not hate, but um, kids are calm. Yeah. Kids can be kids mean. Are mean. <laughs> yeah. For all, for whatever reason, I mean, you can just the way you're dressing or mm-hmm. whatever, let alone for those uh, who maybe are struggling with or even, or just identifying um as gay, lesbian, transgender, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so we as Catholics are called to love everyone and not to hate right. anybody. But the opposite of love actually isn't. So we're, we shouldn't hate. We're supposed to love. But uh, there's a second thing we're not supposed to do. It's actually what the opposite. I think most people, if you say, what's the opposite of love? They probably say hate. It's actually not. Do you know what the opposite of love from the Catholic perspective actually is, Renee? Hmm. Tolerance, indifference, indifference. Which oh, is that makes more sense. Related, yeah. like so. Yeah, it is so. Like, well, whatever. You be you. Right. <laughs> you be you. Mm-hmm. No, that's not. Lo- no, there is a way in which we should respect people's differences. Right. You be you has some truth in it, but oftentimes the way it's used is, I don't care what you do. Right. That's not love. Right. To love means to want what's best. For the other person. Right. To will the good of the other, to mm-hmm. use the more formal language. Mm-hmm. So if I'm loving someone, I want what, what's best for them. Uh, and how do we know what's best? Well, as and, and we're gonna, we don't have time to dive into this. We could do this in another episode. Uh, we, um, as Catholics, we believe... I know, I know that God has, re- and how do I know this? That's what we could talk about later. But God has revealed to us the truth about who we are. Right. <clears throat> um, I didn't invent it. God has revealed it to mm-hmm. us through his church. So we're called not to hate, but also not to be completely blasé and indifferent. Right, right. I mean, if I had a friend who was really struggling um, and, and was considering doing something that, that would really be bad for themselves, would I really want to be like, eh, whatever. Like, right. no. no, that's no. not love. Right. You want to love them where they are, but also... Help them get to the place yes, where they should be. Absolutely. So we meet them where they're at. We love them what's best. So that again, we don't hate and so on. And you know, we don't. We're not judgmental. Right. Uh, we're not superior. We're not arrogant. Now, when you say we're not judgmental, I think that's that oh, yeah. trips people up. It does because there's a difference between judging the person and judging the action. Right. So I think that's where people misunderstand that idea of judgment. Yeah, that's a great point. So um, when we talk about not being judgmental, it's about my, what's the attitude of my heart. Right. Am I? Is it full of tenderness and mercy? I want the what's best for you, mm-hmm. and what you're doing, whatever it is, right. overeating, right, being impatient, being Speeding a jerk, eating down the interstate yeah. like the guy I saw this morning. There we go. <laughs> uh, it was it not. Was, it was. Well, it Bill, was, not Bill was Bill. speeding down prairie. <laughs> right. I, think. Um, I want what's best for you. So, so judgmental is like uh, to have sort of a haughty, right. arrogant attitude, and it's and it's to think that you know I've got it all together. That's right. kind of the arrogance. Like I can't believe you would do that, and right. I would never do that. I would, oh. Yeah. So it's, it's it's you know Jesus talks about that, especially in uh, the Sermon on the Mount. It's about not pulling the plank out of your own eye before I get the little speck that's right. in your eye. Right. But the implication there is that once I have addressed my issue, that out of love mm-hmm. and respect, 
again, not because I'm better, that I should help you with the little, little, little speck that's it's in your out life. of love because you want the best for that person. Exactly. The willing the good. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the first thing that I have to lead and emphasize. One of the talks I gave recently, uh, question and answer afterwards, a written question. And I think it was just a high school kid being a little, you know, punkish. Um, <laughs> what? Said, no. So what about non-binary people? Why do you hate them? I'm like, well, I, I get, I just got done emphasizing <laughs> we're not supposed to hate anybody. So I don't right. hate anybody. Doesn't mean I say, hey, you you be you about everything you want to do. There's a there's a medical condition that, that unfortunately some people have where they they feel like they shouldn't have their they their want to cut off arm, yeah. a, a limb. And this is a rare condition. It's rare, by the way. But very yes, rare. But it is. Yeah. But it's a real condition. And it wouldn't be loving to me, hey, you be you. You know, if, if you if you feel you like you should off. cut your arm, that would not be loving. <laughs> right. Right. So, so it's not, I'm not being hateful if I say you shouldn't cut your arm off. That's not hating them because they have this, this is, I want what's objectively best for them. All right. So number one, Renee, again, love Love. everyone in the truth. Right. Okay. Um, Secondly, relatedly, we as Catholics are firm about this, just as firm about this. Everyone. Every man, woman, and child, no no matter what they think or what they do, has been created on purpose, uniquely by God. Mm -hmm. Every man, woman, and child, no matter who they are, what they do, what they've done, how they think, has been saved by Jesus Christ, redeemed by Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ in his death on the cross. Every man, woman, child, no matter what they think, do, have done, will do, uh, is loved uniquely by God. Mm -hmm. We are absolutely firm on that, that God desires the salvation of every man, woman, and child. Right. Everyone. God God wants all of us to be saved. And part of this is, so we've been created by him. uh, And so emphasizing that, and then a kind of a corollary of that, this is still the second point though. He's given me both, uh, well, he's given me myself. He's given me my existence. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a plan for my life, and he wants me to grow in my knowledge of who I am as he has created me right. to be. Right. Uh, not, not, would you say then, not as I want to create myself to yes. be? Okay. So this is the big thing. So my <clears throat> my existence, my me, the meaning of my life, mm-hmm. the purpose for my life is meant to be discovered by me, not created or invented by me. Mm-hmm. That's hard to, I think, especially now because of the push that comes from society or certain parts of society, well, right. it's hard to understand that. It is. And this is a and very separated. This is a very American attitude, yeah. to be honest, like yeah. across the board, uh, like the self-made man, mm-hmm. right? Well, no, nobody's self made. Right. There's a way in which I can take initiative and so on and do things. Right. Absolutely. But we can take that idea way too far. Mm-hmm. And, and the fundamental Christian Catholic perspective is we've received who we are from God. So part of the adventure of life is to discover who I am as he has created to me, me to be. And in doing so, I will find the fullness of flourishing, happiness, fulfillment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. That doesn't mean it's easy. And this, this can get to the, the next point. So it doesn't mean it's easy. Um, so to discover who I am as God has created to be in my plan for my life and to live that plan out, to live out that identity, um, it's not always easy, mm-hmm. but it is, you know, no pain, no gain. Right. It is, <laughs> it is the way that will lead to my fulfillment and happiness. So love everyone in the truth. 
everyone has been created, uh, redeemed, and is loved by God, and he desires us to discover who we are as he's created us to be. Mm -hmm. Questions? Nope. Okay. So we'll uh, get to number three in just a moment, but if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, visiting today with Renee Kranz about the Catholic perspective on same-sex attraction and transgender, this, so LGBTQ, um, and there's actually a lot more uh, letters in the acronym. Trent Horn, uh, the mm-hmm. Catholic apologist, by the way, and mm-hmm. uh, he has a, a podcast. He, he's on Catholic, An- Catholic Answers Live a, a lot. Um, he works for the organization Catholic Answers, but Trent also has his own podcast, Council of Trent. Yes. Very clever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two or three years ago, he just very objectively walked through all the letters. It's like, there's oh. like 12 or... 11, 12 um, ac- letters in the acronym. Like. It does. <laughs> and he just explained what all of them mean mm-hmm. um, with, with very little editorial comment, to, actually. So mm-hmm. it was, that was really informative to me. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're talking about uh, those things. Five points that I've been emphasizing when I've talked about uh, the Catholic perspective on these issues lately. Again, the first one, we're called to love everybody in truth, which means no hate and no whatever, you be you. Mm-hmm. Secondly, everybody has been created, redeemed, and is loved by God, and he's got a plan for our life, and we're fulfilled to the extent that we discover and live out that mm-hmm. plan and identity. Mm-hmm. Number three, though, every one of us, every one of us is flawed. Nope. Sorry. I, I know you're shocked. That's true about me. I know right. that you thought I was perfect in every way. Every way. Uh, but so every <laughs> because of what we call original sin, every human being is in some way broken or bent, mm-hmm. flawed. Or bent. I've bent. never heard that. We're before. bent. Okay. Yeah. We're bent. Um, we're, we are in a spiritual way curved in on ourselves. So, like, uh-huh. if you see, think yeah. of somebody who has really bad. Scoliosis, scoliosis. Mm -hmm. Spiritually speaking, we're all we all have a case of spiritual scoliosis that, depending on how we live our life, can actually get worse or better. Right. We'll come back to that. But everyone now to say that I'm flawed, broken, or bent is not a moral judgment. It's not. It doesn't mean that I've done something wrong. It's it's unfortunately a, a consequence of the the fall of the very first two uh, human beings, right. Adam and Eve, um, their original sin against God uh, has impacted their all of their descendants, mm-hmm. including you and me. So it's not saying that um, I've done something wrong. It's not a moral judgment. Um, it's it's more of, it's a judgment of fact. And it manifests itself physically. So I'm flawed in all sorts of um, spiritual ways. Um, I'm impatient. Uh, kind of bossy sometimes. I can be. Well, that's not a flaw. I, what you, well, I, I agree because I'm kind of bossy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I agree. No, not I'm, a flaw. I'll, I'll, all of my negative characteristics, you know, both of them. Both um, of them. <laughs> but then physically, <laughs> physically too. Like I've I had my gallbladder a few years ago, and when oh. they're in there, they found I got some weird white growth around my liver. There's a, some. Th- it's been there my whole life. It's not dangerous. It's oh, just there. Funny. That's a flaw. Uh huh. It's, oh, I got lots of those. Going on. There's <laughs> yeah, lots right, of flaws right, going right, on right. in we there. Those, that's all because of original sin. So whether it's that or um, my inability to not graze when there's all sorts of yummy food out, like my, I think what, we all have struggle. that one pretty much. Right. The struggle so is real. <laughs> the, the difficulty we have, in other words, to control our desires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a consequence of original sin. Mm-hmm. So. Um, same-sex attraction, gender dysphoria, those are other ways that some of us are flawed. 
that's not, we're all flawed in different mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, cause one of the questions that came up uh, recently was, so are you saying those are flaws? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the growth around my liver is a flaw. My impatience is a flaw. Uh, yeah. The way that I can be inordinately bossy sometimes. Only sometimes. It's that's not a flaw, that much. But that's a flaw. <clears throat> right. Um, the flaw by itself is not so again, so it's a flaw, but these flaws by themselves, these these tendencies or desires we have, they're not sinful. They're not gonna send us right. to hell. Right. It's what we do with them. Mm-hmm. In any in any any of, of those, them, not uh, th- just those, this particular okay. topic. Yes. My, my, well, the growth okay. around my liver is never gonna send me to hell. <laughs> but but my the the my my more emotional, psychological personality mm-hmm. flaws. Uh, if I if I ran with them too much, it's going to deepen my spiritual scoliosis, mm-hmm. um, and then then spiritually I'm in trouble. Right. It's when I give in to these desires, mm-hmm. and nobody we shouldn't indulge every desire. I mean, right. those unfortunate people who have that that um, that sense that they should cut off their limb. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't in, we just shouldn't indulge. I shouldn't indulge my impatience. Right. I shouldn't indulge my desire to eat all the. Christmas baking goodies that my wife makes. <laughs> They're so good. They're so good. Just because I desire it doesn't mean I should do it. Right. And just because you, if you're married and you desire another person, yes, that doesn't mean you should do right, it. Right. And here, that's so. I this is uh, well, maybe I'll have an answer. It's a rhetorical question, Renee. We know that about so many ways. Like, like if I was struggling with an addiction to crack cocaine, mm-hmm. you wouldn't say you be you. San Francisco, they might. Well, let's, let's see. I told you, I get I know, myself in I trouble. Know, I know. No, right, right. But, 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 sane people. <clears throat> yes. Right. No, you shouldn't indulge somebody's really self-destructive behaviors. Right. Right. We know that about all sorts of things, but one, um, well, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's not always true about things that should be obvious, like hardcore yeah. drugs. When it comes to sexual desires, though, we have this idea that oh. No, th- those are all okay. What, why? What, why is every sexual <laughs> desire? Um, I could give you a in, lot of answers limits. to that. That will get us. A, will probably get us down rabbit holes we don't want to go okay. down. <laughs> well, I'm, so maybe, maybe that's another episode we do sometime yeah. because I I'm, mm. okay. We know in all sorts of ways. Not every desire should be indulged, mm-hmm. but the way our culture treats a lot of the not just these issues, but all sorts of issues around human sexuality. You would think that there that everything's on the table. Yeah. Well, I think why? one. I think one of them is, and this won't take us down a weird rabbit hole or get me in trouble. I don't think. But one of them is that this false sense of freedom of I should be able to do whatever I want. Okay, but again, we're not that way mm-hmm. with um, – we, we don't encourage the alcoholic to no, keep No, I drinking. agree. I agree. But it, it, the alcohol thing, you can see the destruction a little more directly, whereas society has made the sexual thing less it's, – it's not destructive. It's, it's good. It's natural. It's healthy. So then it just – it's, it becomes a freedom issue, and I should yeah. be able to do whatever I yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one I, thing. I, I there are lots of other reasons why it, it component, has. Yeah, but I'm still wondering because we recognize in so many ways that um, there are things that are bad for yeah. me. That that's a good point because, so. and it would be a good point to bring up to someone who who kind of feels that way to say, okay, but you don't say this is good, right? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and and on that point, by the way, um, so uh, just real quickly, when we're when we actually when we're talking with people who have same sex attraction or uh, gender dysphoria, 
it's really important, I think, to accompany them mm-hmm. with tenderness and mercy and not get in their face right. and yell, mm-hmm. obviously, right. that sort of thing. And that's where our, our, the importance for us to pray about, mm-hmm. okay, how do I really walk with this person mm-hmm. and help them to, again, embrace the identity that God has <laughs> given them? They don't have to make, create their own identity. Right. We also don't get to make, create our own identity either, right. that freedom thing. Right. Uh, but we can and should find uh, the identity that God has given us, and that's that's our path to happiness. So, But because we're flawed um, in our desire to sort of stand upright because of our spiritual scl- scoliosis, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? It hurts. So. There's, I'm not in any way, minimum, and this is something I also want to emphasize, especially when it comes to gender dysphoria, same-sex attraction. I am very well aware, the church is very well aware that uh, people don't, the vast majority of people, I mean, sometimes you get silly fads kind of things, but most people uh, who uh, experience same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria have not chosen it. Right. Um, and don't desire, and it's really like, and there is a real experience of, I mean, feeling is inadequate to explain the inner turmoil. It's funny that you say that because yesterday on Catholic Answers Live on my drive home, Jimmy Aiken was, uh, there was a question about this, about choosing that, or is it um, genetic? Yeah. And he was answering that question and uh, you can go to their, their YouTube channel and watch yesterday's episode, which was what, February 17th yep. yesterday, uh, in the second hour of, uh, and he talks about that and he has a very, uh, good and explanation for it. He is not pretending to know everything yep. and so on, but Jimmy Aiken yep. always has very good, yep. uh, kind of explanations about so things the like point this. there. Cause people say, well, aren't they born this way? Well, that goes back to the flaw thing mm-hmm. or didn't God make them this way? No, God created us, but because of original sin, Every, again, every one of us is flawed. Right. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. Right. Um, so there, these are just variations of flaws that mm-hmm. all of us experience. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we're all, that's that's the third point. Okay. Flawed. So number four, then a bit more substantially to be a human. So, so the issue, well, not the issue. One of the things with transgender uh, particular gender dysphoria in particular is it misunderstands the nature of the human person. Mm-hmm. The human person is not so who I am is not the, the some uh, psychological or spiritual thing that lives within a body. Right. Hmm. Who a, the, they dis dis in, I don't want to say it disconnected body. Right. Correct. Right. right. So who <clears throat> who I am is the union, the mm-hmm. unity, the composite of this body and this soul. So Chris Bergwald is not a spirit or a personality that inhabits this body. Right. And therefore I could, you know, theoretically be reincarnated right, right, right. or oh, I wish I could have lived a, th- a century ago or a century from now. No, no. This, who I am is this body, which came from my parents, obviously, and this soul, which is created um, uh, directly by God. So who I am is body and soul together. Mm-hmm. It's not the spirit thing dwelling within the body. My spirit, my soul, my personality didn't put on my body the way I put on my clothes this morning. <laughs> That'd be really creepy and That'd I be, don't right, ever right, want to see that. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so the human person is this body and soul. So this, this is why... It's, it's, I mean, I, I'm not denying this is what people with gender dysphoria experience. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the experience is not, it, it's a real experience, but it doesn't match the reality of who, who they are as right. God has created them. Right. And I know that sounds harsh. Wouldn't be happy to, somebody want to so, talk about that? We could talk about that. Yeah. Um, 
But I can't be uh, a, a woman trapped inside a man's body. Right. Because I am this body right. and this soul. I don't just have a body. I am mm-hmm. a body. Mm-hmm. I am this body and this soul joined together. Right. Does that make sense? It makes sense to me, but it is it is difficult. Well, and, and it's because not, of because of the hardship that that yes, people are yes, undergoing yes, because of that. So yes. it's it's difficult. Yes, it is. So so again, I'm not denying. I know people experience it, but not all of not all of my experiences. Not my perception does not always match reality. Right. My right. perception of myself does not always match no. the reality of who I am. Right. We and usually this, think we're a lot better than we are. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Speaking for yourself. Right, right. Yeah. So, um, who I am is this body and this soul mm-hmm. together. And then fifth, final point. So again, love everyone in truth. Mm-hmm. Everyone is created, redeemed, and loved uniquely by God. He's given all of us a plan and an identity that the human adventure is meant is to discover and live out that. And we find fulfillment in that, mm-hmm. even though it's hard. And it's hard because, number three, we're all flawed. Mm-hmm. Physically, but also spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. Uh, number four, the human person is a body-soul unity composite. It's mm-hmm. not, um, I, I don't wear my body. I don't just have a body. I am a body. And fifth, finally, just the last couple of minutes, um, the purpose of human sexuality. Mm-hmm. So God did not have to create the human race with two sexes. Right, he did not. He did. He created all sorts of other species, plant and animal species, asexually, mm-hmm. where, there's, where there's not a male or a female. Right. They reproduce asexually. But he created us with two sexes. And yes, there's a reality, uh, hermaphrodites and so on. And But again, um, that's very rare. That's very rare. And <laughs> Trent Horn and the other guys at Catholic Answers uh, do a good job of digging into those. Mm-hmm. But God, the way God, and again, those are variations and flaws. Mm-hmm. It's not a moral judgment at all. It's right. just a, 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 a recognition of a reality that some people unfortunately experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God has created us normatively as male and female. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that? Because it shows forth his glory in a greater way. If we're just all men or all women, oh boy, <laughs> uh, it would be more boring and less interesting and terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So there's there's the, the complementarity of the sexes shows forth the glory of God in a way. That's why he he makes. Um, I know these are fake, but flowers of variety of colors: mm-hmm. white, red. Purple, green. God loves variety. He loves variety. But the kind he made. The kind Not he made. Not the kind we the kind. try exactly. to make. Exactly. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So he has made us male and female. And the purpose of our sexuality is for the the love of one another, the support of one another, even for those who are cha- or who are celibate, mm-hmm. um, priests, religious, et cetera, uh, and for the procreation of children mm-hmm. and the raising up of new generations. Again, that even includes those uh, who, who do, don't live lives of sexual intimacy. Right. That's the reason why God created it. So that's why same-sex attraction uh, is not a desire that we are we should indulge right. because the purpose of human sexuality is for procreation. Right. And he created us male and female, which touches on the gender dysphoria issue. Right. So those right. are the five topics, Renee, that okay. I touched on. Thanks for uh, going on along for the ride. No problem. 
And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, folks, if you have any questions about this topic, it's a, it's a controversial one. People have a lot of questions. You can please, again, email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org or with any other ideas for future episodes. And until next time, may God bless you.